don't commit two crimes at the same time. If you're speeding down the highway, you better not have weed in the car. Uh, if you've got weed in the car, make sure your inspection sticker is good. Make sure your blinkers are working. Make sure your brake lights are working. Make sure you're not speeding. Make sure you're wearing your seatbelt. When, you when you break two laws at once, that's when you get caught. That's when the trouble comes. Welcome to the Better Call Clay podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're talking about old war stories, as I like to call them. Awesome. So what do we got for us today? Well, so today we're going to talk a little bit. There's a, there's a little tip in here, but then basically we're going to jump right into how boring it is for police officers on the streets at 2.30 in the morning. Um, you know, most of us are home in bed, as I like to tell my wife. Nothing really good happens outside your home after 10 p.m., and so we're going to talk about a, a little bit about what officers will get into and the types of things they find themselves involved with and really what length they'll go to to investigate a crime at 2.30 in the morning simply because they don't have anything else to do. Um, back when I was at the DA's office, I was there for about 11 years, a little over 11 years as a prosecutor in Brazoria County, we had an on-call system. And so the way that worked was every prosecutor in the office about two or three times a year, they would be on call. So you took a phone home with you and that, that phone had a number assigned to it that every police officer in the county had uh, had that number. And so if they had questions, if they needed advice, if they wanted to know whether charges would be accepted, or if they wanted you to tell them, no, we don't think there's any charges there, uh, they could call that number any time of day, any time of night. And uh, you, you, know, you were expected to answer and once you answered, you know, you were stuck with this thing, whatever it was, it was now your problem. And so, um, I remember one instance and I, I used to have a saying, basically, if somebody woke me up at two 30 in the morning to ask a question, one, it better be a very good question. And two, uh, it was probably a pretty good likelihood that whoever was being invested, investigated was going to jail. Uh, if I'm up at two 30 in the morning, you're going to jail. And so, um, one night, I get a call. Again, like I said, it always came about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, middle of the night. Uh, it was never 5.15 in the morning. It was never 11.30 or 11.45 at night. It was always 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I get this call. Uh, an officer in a local jurisdiction has pulled over a, a BMW, a nice car, late at night. Uh, they pulled him over for speeding. And... Uh, there, there was, a, I guess, a delay. The, the person didn't pull over right away. They drove for a little while on the freeway, not long enough for the officer to say, well, this, this guy was evading from me, uh, but just long enough that the officer was a little more suspicious, uh, a little more on heightened alert whenever they approached the car. Uh, when they approached the car, uh, it was, I want to say it was the middle of summer, if I remember correctly. All four windows of the car are down. Um, which is unusual. I mean, it's hot and there's no reason you should be running, running in a, at least a nice car. It looks like it should have had a working air conditioner in the middle of summer and you've got your windows down. That's not exactly a cool ride. So the officers, again, kind of on alert, uh, as he approaches the vehicle, he notices there's that faint odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. And so now he's on additional high alert. Uh, starts looking around, questioning the driver. How come you didn't slow down? How come, you know, where are you headed so fast? Uh, why did it take you a while to pull over? 
Uh, driver doesn't have great answers. Doesn't really matter what they were in this case because the officer already had enough, I guess, uh, what we call probable cause to get the guy out of the car, investigate, and possibly search the car and arrest the guy. Just with the smell of marijuana, he already had enough evidence to get the guy out of the car, to search the car, and potentially make an arrest. Um, it's at this point that it got really interesting for me, though, because up until this point, I haven't heard anything that even that I would even need to be consulted about. There's no reason at this time of morning that this officer would need to call me regarding a speeding ticket, maybe a potential evading case, and then uh, possibly a misdemeanor marijuana case. These are all real uh, routine, I mean, almost like a routine infill fly ball. Uh, no reason to get me involved. Uh, my involvement, though, came in the next phase of it, which is as he's uh, talking to the guy, you know, making observations, he notices a fine white powder. It's kind of spread all over the back seat of the car. The, the car was, uh, it was a BMW, it had black interior. But the back seat is just kind of coated in this fine white powder. And so the officer's like, well, I wonder what this is. So he goes to the car, gets his handy little uh, field test kit. They've got a little, uh, it's basically a, it can swab things. And it's, uh, it, it's a reagent test that they can do on the roadside. So he, he takes a little swab and puts it in the, the vial and shakes it up, breaks it, however it works, shakes it up. And uh, it yields a positive result for cocaine. So at this point, he's really on to something, right? And so his question to me is, so if, if I take this back to the police station, back to the PD, and we, uh, we get our evidence, guys, and we vacuum all of this powder up, and we can collect enough of it in a bag that we can possibly weigh it or, or have some, you know, what we would call a usable amount, um, if I did all that, would you, would you take charges on possession of a controlled substance or, uh, and, or tampering with physical evidence? So at this point, I'm a little annoyed because this isn't the type of call that I'm expecting to get at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, but I go ahead and tell the guy and I'm thinking to myself, you know what, if you want to take this car back and spend the whole night vacuuming the interior of this, the back of this car out, looking for a, what I'm going to figure was a trace amount of cocaine have at it by all means get after it and so i give him the green light go ahead and go sure enough um 4 o'clock in the morning a couple hours later i get a follow-up call answer the phone it's him again they have vacuumed um, every crevice and every nook and every cranny out of the back of this bmw that they can in an effort to get what they are hoping is a enough of a uh, cocaine to put into a bag and so they, they do. Now, how much of it was dirt or how much of it was other things, I don't know. But they, they eventually had enough that they felt confident they could, you know, weigh the thing and, and you know, call it a, a, an amount of cocaine. And so they were calling back, wanted to know, uh, could, would I accept charges, possession of a controlled substance or tampering with physical evidence? And so at that point, again, following back to my old rule, if you're waking me up twice in the middle of the night, somebody's going to jail. So uh, ended up approving charges, saying, yeah, if you want to go ahead and arrest the guy for it, go ahead. Uh, I got to be honest, I didn't track the case. I don't know what ended up happening with it. I don't know whether he was ever convicted or not. Not even going to say it was the right call to make. Probably should have told him, uh, no, nah, we're not going to deal with that. That's, you know, that's a trace amount of cocaine. But it just goes to show you that um, I always say you don't want to get the attention of law enforcement because when you get their attention, 
if it's 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they don't have anything else to do, they will go to great lengths to keep themselves awake and to investigate a case that otherwise nobody else would be uh, concerned about. And so it kind of gets me to my, I guess, my real point with this whole story, which is I've got a little saying that goes like this. Basically, if you're in your car or wherever you are, make sure you don't ever commit two crimes at the same time or three crimes at the same time. If this guy had been driving down the highway, maybe he was smoking some weed in the car. Maybe he had some cocaine in his pocket and a little baggie. If he's not speeding, then none of this ever happens. So it's when you mix that second crime in with the one you're already committing that things get off the hook. It's usually a, a, a traffic ticket or an expired registration sticker or a, a malfunctioning brake or blinker light. Uh, all of those things are the, that's what gets the police officer into your car. And then next thing you know, they're vacuuming your backseat out trying to collect a trace amount of cocaine at 2.30 in the morning because they don't have anything else to do. Yeah, uh, I think that's some great advice to, to stay out of trouble. Um, and also, it's just from both standpoints, you, you could act differently. Oh, yeah, um, for and sure. Even, even from the cop side, I mean, one, one could side with them and say, well, yeah, that's, I mean, something to do. Right. You know, the, well, if you're uh, sitting at work at your computer with nothing to do, well, that's pretty boring. Right. I mean, if this is your job, right, I mean, it's maybe the most boring, mundane part of your job. But I guess if you decide you want to do your job, I mean, on the one hand, the officer is just doing his job, uh, enforcing the law, um, investigating crimes, even at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, the other side of it says, ah, I think you had better things to do that night, but, yep. but maybe not. So to summarize, ladies and gentlemen, um, one, it's extremely boring on the road for a police officer that time of night, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, some of the most boring hours uh, out there uh, most of the time. Uh, I think the general experience for police officers on the street at that time is they're just looking for things at that point uh, to keep them engaged, keep them uh, active, or quite frankly, to keep them awake. Um, you don't want to be that thing that is keeping them awake. As I always said, nothing good happens outside your home after about 10 p.m. Uh, usually, if you get involved with law enforcement at that time of the morning, there's a very good chance you're going to jail. Um, and, and finally, they are uh, so bored, in fact, that they will take the most mundane crime and they will investigate it like it's a murder case in order to get the evidence that they need uh, to pot potentially arrest you and prosecute you. So you don't just don't be out there giving them things to do like that. Um, my final, my final point, the tip, if you will, is remember, don't commit two crimes at the same time. If you're speeding down the highway, you better not have weed in the car. Uh, if you've got weed in the car, make sure your inspection sticker is good. Make sure your blinkers are working. Make sure your brake lights are working. Make sure you're not speeding. Make sure you're wearing your seatbelt. When you when you break two laws at once, that's when you get caught. That's when the trouble comes. Thanks for listening today to our episode. If you find yourself in trouble one day, remember, you better call Clay.